0: alamin wa baraka ala Alhamdulillah He is the only one deserved to be thanked because he is the creator the sustainer and the owner of the whole universe, of everything. He is the one who gave us all of these graces we have. Not only those graces, the sight, the hearing, the food, the money, the children, but also the most important grace, the hidayah to this deed. Just to show, to remind and to remember how important is this grace. See how the Catharines, whoever they are, whether they are Buddhists or Christians or Jews or any other deal. How they are drifted away. How they do not deserve, how they did not deserve to receive the grace or the ni'mah of Allah وتعالى, to be in the right track of Muhammad. Don't be amazed when you remember that people who were with Muhammad, وسلم, some of them did not get this grace of Allah. Because Allah knew وتعالى, that they, they do not deserve this ni'mah, this grace. Remember that Abu Jahl, one of the major enemies of Muhammad sallallahu major enemies of Allah, of this Deen. who was living with Muhammad sallallahu and he knows him, he knew him very good. He was his relative, he was one of his tribe people, he was one of the Mecca people. And he meets the lot. and he knew before that Muhammad sallallahu al-Sadiq al-Ameen. Not a liar, not a trick guy, not a guy who is acting like fox. No, he was clear from Allah and clean. But still that man answered more people that time, although they see the truth and the facts clear in front of them. Allah knew from the beginning, from a long time ago, that these people do not deserve hidayah. So he did not give them hidayah. While people like Abu Bakr عنه, وعمر وعثمان وعلي and other Sahaba R.A., الله عنه, مجمعين, they looked to that deen Allah knew that they deserve hidayah so he gave them hidayah Now ask yourself who gave you the capability who helped you to come to the masjid to do the salah that Allah wa Taala ordered you to do Don't you think this is a big break? Don't you think this is the great grace Allah gave you? There are some people who are too busy to come for Salah. They are Muslim. They say, Ishhad Muhammad Rasulullah. But they are so busy, too busy, to come to Salah. Busy with what? Unfortunately, something very low thing they are asking. Money, women, whatever. While Allah clearly told us in his holy book. Muhammad sallam told us in his hadith that we must pray and pray with jama'ah. Those people who are guided and given the hidayah by Allah wa ta'ala they obey this order and they come and they do their salah and they ask Allah to accept. Tonight we're going to discuss one of the most important cases in our life we are really needing this a lot. In Arabic it's called the case of low means if if I have done this this won't happen if I have done this I will have this. Muhammad in one of his sahih hadith he told us that no will open the door for shaitan to get into the human beings. How is that? We will see, inshallah, tonight how that case could be one of the cases that a Muslim should be aware of so he will not fall into the cases that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not like to see his slaves falling into. What is the relation or the connection between the case of law or if with tawheed? Okay, actually, as we said, no or if could mean or may mean objection to the qadr, predestination of Allah wa Ta'ala. A mu'min will believe that whatever happens to him in this dunya is already, already predestinated, already decided. It is the qadr of Allah wa Ta'ala, but he is supposed to do what he is told to do. Not to look what will happen. We are not required, we are not responsible for what happens to us if we don't really do the reasons for it. A person who goes for salah and he is hit by a car as an example, and he cannot pray salah with that day. maybe he doesn't pray salah for some time, also, because he's you know, unconscious and so on. Is he responsible for this case? No. He have done what he is required to do But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for some wisdom, big wisdom He made this for him or he decided this for him Good and bad is already decided But there is no pure bad from Allah wa ta'ala Be careful Because Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said it clearly وَالشَّرُّ لَيْسَ إِلَيْكَ Subhanallah Every bad thing happened to us in this dunya, it has some wisdom behind it. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to go through this test. To see are we going to be patient, are we going to start to, to, to cry or to reject or object the qadr of Allah and so on. So in this case, anyone who objects, the Qadr, predestination of Allah wa Taala, then he is objecting the Lordship side of Tawheed, w- and that's the connection of Tawheed. W- if you remember, Tawheed w- is three sides or three sects or three sides, call it whatever you call it. Lordship side, which is Robubiyyah, worship side, which is Uluhiyah, names and qualities or Allah with Al atma wa s- three sides. And where we got this from? We said before that ulama took this actually from Quran and Sunnah. By studying Quran and Sunnah they took the understanding and this is the way of Ahl Sunnah Jama'ah, the people who follow Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم. Before we start this chapter, let's give some kind of uh, يعني light to the Types of law in here, types of F in here. Is it all prohibited? Is it all contradicting with the belief of the Muslim? Is it all rejecting the or objecting the Qadr? No. How did we know? Through the hadith of Muhammad, through the ayat that Allah mentioned. We have some ayat in here, some hadith, some other hadith which is not mentioned in this chapter. It is telling us that if is used some sometimes and the one who is using it is getting out of Islam. And it's used sometimes, and the one who's using it is falling into forbidden acts. And he's sinful. And it's used sometimes, and it's okay to use. How's that? Let's this one. First one, the use of if or low will be in five or six types. We'll take them one by one. The first one, to use if, to object, the legislation of Allah as you will see in the ayah when these people said these people as we will see in shall later when we discuss this ayah they are objecting the Sharia. and yani they're saying why we are not asked by Muhammad sallallahu if we want to go or not if he asked us we our brothers will not be killed in this battle so they are objecting the Sharia of Allah wa ta'ala to Muhammad. In this case, this is major kufr. Some people say, Why Allah do this? Why Allah says this? Why me? You heard it a lot? Why me? What do you mean by you, why, why me? He is the creator of the creator of everything, created you, and he wants this to happen to you. He should accept it and thank Allah for it. Whether it's good or bad. Why Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم does this? We can't object what Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم did, especially when we remember that he صلى الله عليه وسلم does not do things from his own. Whatever Muhammad sallallahu الله said about the Sharia is wahi from Allah tabarak الله ta'ala. Only he just said it by his own words from Allah عليه وسلم. Then in this case, anyone who objects the orders of Allah tabarak wa in Quran, or the orders of Muhammad wa sallam in his sunnah. He is objecting the legislation of Islam and he is out of Islam. That's the first one. Second one. If it's used to regret. No, the, the, the second one, sorry. Is to reject the قدر. To reject the قدر if I didn't deal with this, this will happen to me. This is against Qadr because whatever happens is already decided. Already decided by Allah Qatar already and you cannot change it. Just if you have the if you have the chance to go back one day before, you have the same thing. Because it's already decided. Allah has decided that this accident will happen to this person. No way to change it. But How am I going to deal with it? Simple, simple and easy. Say allah for an Alhamdulillah. Say alhamdulillah. And also, remember that this is a test from Allah ta'ala for you to see how you react. Like a child when his father tells him to do something he doesn't like. Or even it, when you go to a doctor and he cuts in your skin, you object to the other doctor? You because you know that he's doing this very good for you. If he's cutting me, he, my, I'm bleeding. Yes. But this is for your own good. The doctor doesn't have anything from you, except the money that you, he's doing the operation for you. The doctor is taking off your teeth. Breaking your bone. Subhanallah. But he's doing this for your own good. Why to object? Actually, you by your own legs, you would that, that doctor to do this to, to you. Why? Because you know it's good for you. Now, whatever comes from Allah, wa ta'ala, is good for us. Even tragedies, even tragedies. Because Allah, Allah knows the best. And He does this for us. For our own good. So, in this case, a mu'min should not really object the qadr. He should always take the qadr as something he likes because Allah wanted this. So take it. The th- third one, if someone is regretting, he's saying, if, or I mean Arabic, no, 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 this, if this does not happen to me, he's regretting, this is also not allowed in Islam to feel sorry for what happened, no, if I did this, I will do this, no, this is not, that's correct, the correct thing is to say, Alhamdulillah, whatever comes from Allah has accepted, and that's it, and when you remember that even this law will not change anything, and if you say, Wallah, if I, if, I if I did not come to this street, if I use the other street, I will not have the accident. Wrong. It's already decided that you will come in this street and you have the accident. And if you have the chance to go back one or two or three days, you will have the same thing. As Allah said in His holy book, وَلَوْ رُدُوا لَعَادُوا do عنِ Those Catholics who said, Ya Allah, return us back after this. We will do better. Please, Ya Allah, return them back to life. We will repent, we will do all good things. Allah said, they are liars. do, if They are returned back to this life. Liman They will go back to the same thing. Because that's what they are going, and that's what Allah decided for them, because they didn't, they didn't deserve to be in the right track of Muhammad ﷺ. So Allah, so Allah knows the best. best The fourth one, Use this if to object the responsibility of self. If I did not do this, I will not be doing this. Rejecting this actually is going to be in trouble because it's also Muharram, it's also forbidden. As the Mushrik said. لَوْ شَاءَ الله ما أَشْرَكْنَا If Allah wants, we will not fall into polyvism. Subhanallah. No, if. This is not a good reason. To use if in here. To throw the responsibility on Allah. These polytheists they are throwing the responsibility of their polyvism into Allah. تبارك بالله. لَوْ شَاءَ الله, if Allah will, We will not fall into polyvism. <coughs> Allah gave you the chance. Gave these polytheists the chance to go in the right track of Muhammad sallallahu or to worship these idols.
1: By their own will,
0: they went to, to these idols and worshipped them. They went to this grave and they worshipped them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Muhammad sallallahu showed them the way and say, this is the correct way, go for it, if you want Jannah. If you don't, you go to Jahannam. And they say, we still go the way we want. Then they blame Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for their polypism. لَو شَاءَ اللَّهُ مَا سُبْحَانَ اللَّهُ how how strange things they are saying. The fifth one to use it for a wish or a hope. يعني yani, if this not happen to me, I would do this. He is hoping or wishing that he did not do this, only just to do this. A wish in here or a hope it depends on what is he hoping. There is a hadith of Muhammad sallam. He told us about uh, people who see the people who are doing good or doing bad and they are hoping to do the same as them. A man who is having money, he is spending it in the right way. He is doing a lot of sadaqah. He is doing a lot of good things in his life. Then he is Receiving good deeds. He's receiving reward from Allah wa ta'ala. Another one who doesn't have a money and he says, I wish I was like him. If I was like him, I would do the same. This is acceptable. If in here is acceptable. Why? Because it means that he's saying, If I one day have money, I will do the same. So his wish in here is good. And he's going to be rewarded also. For, his, his, for this if in here. Before it was covered or forbidden. Now it is good. Also a man who is doing bad things. Another man who is having money and he is spending it in the bad ways. Drinking alcohol, using drugs, women, so on. A poor man, he sees and he says, if I have money like him, I will do the same. He is also sinful like him. But he didn't do anything. Oh yes, he didn't. But he used F in here to say that he is really intentionally if you have the money, he will do the same. So he is also sinful like him. So F in here, in wishing, if he is wishing good, he is going to be rewarded, and if he is wishing bad, he is going to be punished. The sixth one, the last one, is to be used in the mere news or fact. Yani, if you tell someone, if you came to me last night, I will give you this. That's just the news. I've been waiting for you. I had the the, the uh, yani, uh, money or the, the book waiting for you. If you came to me last night, i would give it to you. That's just the news. Just a fact to tell. That's all. That's no problem here. That's no problem in here. Then we have to come back and say, the most dangerous one is the first two, which is talking about the case of Rejecting or objecting the Sharia of Muhammad وسلم, Or objecting the qadr predestination. The these are the most dangerous ones we have to be careful when we use this Now Let's see these Two ayahs and one hadith Said by Muhammad sallallahu wa sallam about this case The first ayah Allah said This ayah descended about the battle of Uhud. Uhud battle, as you remember, happened in Medina after Badr. Badr battle. And Muhammad and his Sahaba lost the battle. And Muhammad was hit in his face, وسلم, and he bleeded. Because he's a human being. And he's also وسلم, doing his best to save his Ummah from Jahannam. He lost 70 of his. His Sahaba, including his uncle Hamza bin Abdul Muttalib, radiyallahu طيب Now, the hypocrites said, the hypocrites who, at the time, of Muhammad صلى الله عليه Abdullah bin Ubay bin Salul was the leader. When they left Medina for to go to the battle area, they were Muhammad and the people with him were about one thousand, while the polytheists Quraysh were 3,000. Why were they were in the way? Abdullah ibn Ubay Salul came back to Medina, refused to go for the battle, accusing Muhammad that he is listening to the young girls, not to him, as one of the leaders of, of Medina. So he took 300 people back to Medina. And when Muhammad and his sahaba had that Lose on the battle, he وسلم, This man said that well, if they listen to us, they will not be killed. If come back to law. Lo ma qutilu. That rejecting the qadar and rejecting also the legislation. yani that Ibn Salul was trying to say that Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم was supposed to obey him. But Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم did not do things from his own. He صلى الله عليه وسلم went to uhad battle upon the order of Allah subhanahu wa taala. Haf? So if you are Allah, he actually before the battle. You know the story when he صلى الله عليه وسلم when Quraysh came to fight him in Medina, he made shura in the masjid among the Sahaba. And he said, would you like to stay in Medina and defend Medina or do you like to go and meet these people outside of Medina? Majority of Sahaba who missed better, better battle, did not go to better battle, they were so anxious to go to fight Catherine for Jihad. Very anxious. Especially younger ones. They said, that was actually God," And they made a lot of push for that. So Muhammad SAW left him, went to his house he wore the battle clothes, including the يعني, uh, defense kind of clothes, that would stop the arrows and so on. And he came to the masjid back. خلاص, for jihad. When he went to his house to do this, the sahaba in the masjid started to argue, you know, they said, we pushed Rasulullah to do this. We're supposed to listen to him first. So when he came back, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam they said, Ya yeah, Rasulullah, if you like to stay in Medina, no problem, we are with you. Then he said, "Sallallahu الله عليه وسلم, a clear hadith. The hadith means, whoever, any, any prophet or messenger, ever he wear the, the, the coat of the war, or the fighting, he should not take it off. The the ayah, خلاص. And he went out. Now, Abdullah the he was not the Messenger. He was a hypocrite. He was not a kafir, clear kafir. So he's counted as one of the Sahaba. To overt people, of course, but he's not. And he was pushing to stay in Medina. But Muhammad said to the majority, This is Shura. Ah. Then he got angry. And when he went outside of the Medina, he came back with, with one third of the whole army. So Allah after they have this problem and they they said, what have they said? That if they were the Ubayas, they would say in Medina, Allah has this ayah. That if they... If we have any on this matter, we will not be killed in there. They are talking about the other people. That's really untrue because it's already in Qadr. So they are rejecting or objecting both the Sharia and the Qadr, both in the same case. The second ayah this is also a case of rejecting or objecting the qadr. They say if those brothers who have been killed in the battle listen to us and obeyed us and stay in Medina, they will not be killed. Is it true? No, of course not. Of course not. Because they are going to go and they are going to be killed. Allah subhanahu ta'ala <laughs> already decided this whether they want or not. So no in here, if in here, put excellent. No use. In fact, it is forbidden because they are rejecting or objecting the qadr or predestination of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The, in Sahih Muslim, أبي هرين رضي الله عنه أرباح سيد, سيد. seek what's good for you بالله ask the help of Allah تبارك وتعالى ولا تعجزن don't be lazy شيء here comes the point وإن شيء if anything happened to you don't say do not Say, فلا تقل. Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم said, فلا تقل. Don't say. So it is an order of Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم. We have to obey. Don't say if I did such and such, this will ha- this this will such and such will happen to me. If I did such and such, this will not happen to me. Don't say this. Why? Then he, Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم said, ولكن كل. but say قدر الله ما شاء It is already decided by Allah and whatever Allah wants to do. Have it will happen right. take, take, take it be humble with Allah obey him accept what he gives you then he said in the, the حديث, لو, if will open the action of shaytan Shaitan will come with this law he will start to play with the belief of the mu'min to destroy him to drag him to put him in trouble until he go to the end and the end of it to go to Kufr, الله, to reject and object what Allah ta'ala descended in this Quran. These two ayahs and this hadith. First of all, let's remind ourselves the case of a mu'min always when he wants to talk, when he wants to depend on something. In this deen, we should not look around. We should first of all look to this book of Allah. Because it is a book that no one can say that Qur'an has been changed. How is that? Because Allah clearly subhanahu wa ta'ala said in this book, إِنَّا, That's Allah. إنا نَحْنُ نَزَّلْنَا الزِّكْرَ وَإِنَّا لَهُ لَحَافِظُ So there is no doubt about it. It is a certain dogma to us that this book of Allah ta'ala is as it was in the time of Muhammad, as it was when it was descended by Allah ta'ala through Jibreel If this is the truth, how come we are not really taking this book not only in the hand but also in the heart? Will we know that these are the words of Allah, the creator and owner and sustainer of everything? Will Muslims Built badly with this Quran, they deserve to be punished by Allah. And they are punished now. How many? How many places Muslims are hurt because they are Muslims? Unbelievable. Go around this world. Go to India. What happened in Assam, do you remember. Kashmir. Go to Afghanistan. Go to Kyrgyzstan, Uzbekistan, Chagasthan. Go on. Shishan, Philippines, go on. Muslims are hurt everywhere. Why? Because they are Muslims. Yes, but why didn't Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give them victory? Wrong question. Never ask why Allah not, why Allah did. But ask yourself, why I did not deserve the victory of Allah? Why we didn't, we Muslims did not deserve the victory of Allah? Why are we punished by Allah this way? Because we deserve it. The book is in front of us, with us, with a nice writing, nice paper, MashaAllah khalli there. The book is there, MashaAllah, keep it in the message and go home. Did I tell you about the story of one of these guys here in this country? When the old man died, his son, son, wrote a book, Mushaf with the dust with the imam of the masjid please keep this in the masjid what is this? this is our father's mushaf do you have another one? no you don't have any mushaf in your house? no you did not need it? no then we ask ourselves why we do not get the victory very simple answer is easy for us in here to say that we do not deserve victory just imagine that Muslims now come and control the whole universe. I mean, whole world, whole planet of earth. Are they going to show Islam or are they going to be worse than the covers? That will happen. They will go and jump for money, jump for women, jump for drugs, jump for alcohol. That's what they're going to do. It's not true that if Muslims go for jihad now and occupy all of this Europe and America and all other places, are they going to spread Islam? No. If they are not blacks in Islam by themselves, how are they going to spread Islam? Ask Muslims how many of our Muslim people are reciting Quran every day. Ask ourselves how many of you Muslims now are really checking to Sahih al Bukhari, Sahih Muslim, other tradition of Muhammad. And ask
1: them
0: how many of these who are reading are practicing. How many of these are reading and practicing are going? Bad and really very awful ask then do we deserve victory? We don't. We don't. We couldn't have victory on our souls, our shaitan. Then we will have victory on others? No way. So first of all, we have to go and see how are we going to enjoy reciting Qur'an? How are we going to enjoy reading the hadith of Muhammad sallallahu How are we going to worship Allah, how are, to worship Allah how are we going to practice Qur'an and Sunnah among our lives? How are we going to call people for it? Then victory will come. Don't ask how, we are poor, we are hungry, we have no weapons, the caverns are so strong, these this things don't worry about it. Allah will take care of it. Allah wanted you only to do one thing. Come back to him. Practice his deed. Then he will give you victory. He, Muhammad he was alone. He was alone in the whole world when he first called before this deed. People made fun, made fun of him, including his own uncle Abu Lahab. When he started to call people to Islam, he shouted at him and he called him a liar and he made dua on him. Tabbat And he had a jama'atana. Remember this. Muhammad was alone and he was calling all those to this deed. He didn't say, Ya Allah I'm I'm alone, I'm poor, I can't no. That's why he's chosen, Mustafa. Chosen among all these universe, people, all of this earth people, just because he deserves to be the messenger of Allah. Sabarakah wa ta'ala, Almighty Allah. But somebody will say, we are not messengers, We are not prophets. We are not angels. I know you are not. Of course you are not. But you are the followers of this messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa we are the followers of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We are the people who are trying to follow him, so we have to do the way he did it. He told us in his hadith, sallallahu wa sallam, al-Bukhari, Sallu, Kama raitumuni u salli. And we are obeying him. We are praying the way he was praying as much as we can. Okay, that's all you, Salah. Huh? What about the other? What about the other life? Why well, we are not following Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in his way of dealing with dunya, money. Ah, no, 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 wait. we're we talking about money, there's another case. Excuse me, salah, okay, but money, I have to be with this world, you know, this world has, has riba, investment, huh? interest, they don't call it riba, they make different names, you know, they don't call it al-khamr, alcohol, no, 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 they call it better names, you know, they call it uh, whiskey, champagne, you know, to make it easier to, to hear, subhanallah al When it comes to these desires, people, they lose. Even more, Salah, how many people are praying now? This area now in front of you, how many people are there? How many man is required to be in this masjid? Wallahi, wallahi, if all of the men pray in this masjid, they will be outside of the masjid. It's not going to be not only full, but the streets around the masjid will be full. Where are they now? What happened? But well, I know that women only cannot come to the masjid, especially in their period. What about this men? Do they, have, do they have periods also? Do they come to the masjid? Allah, 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 and Muhammad, talked to them clearly that they have to pray in the masjid. He, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the clear hadith, which is Sahih hadith, he said, the men of he said, salallahu alayhi wa sallam, that he was going to go and carry some wood and burn the houses of those men who does not come to jama'ah. Burn their houses. Ya Allah. Is it that much? Yes, that much. Now, we still say we want victory. We don't deserve it. We do not deserve victory. That's why Allah made these Hindus, and these Christians, and these Jews, and these atheists stronger than us, and He punished us with them, or by them. Although they are kafir, yes, they are kafir, but Allah will make punishment by kafir to Muslims, because they deserve it. Maybe they are not all bad people, bad Muslims, some of them are good Muslims, bad, they are killed, those will go to Jannah, no problem, inshallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows the best, and he knows that dying of this person means he is going to go to Jannah, which is better for him, a lot better for him. But let's just talk about the whole Islamic world now. Whole Muslims. What is the story of them? The story of them is that they are not practicing Islam correctly. They didn't know it correctly. Some Muslims, they are only Muslims by name. His name is Ahmad, Abdullah, Muhammad, and so on. But in reality, he is another Hindu, or another Christian, or another Jew. What's the use? And yani, the name he takes to Jannah? No. Just because he's from such and such area, he's going to Jannah? No. A person who was born in Mecca now may go to Jahannam also. And maybe settled in Jahannam also. Not only going to Jahannam for a certain period. No. And yani, do you think that all Mecca people are Muslims? How does that, the of and Muhammad and Ahmad and Ali of them are truly kafirs. We don't say that person, of course, we don't, we don't give, we don't personalize it now. We don't say that person is a kafir. we say, there are some kafirs there. Because they are not really taking Islam as it's supposed to be, and they are breaking la ilaha illallah, they are saying every day, they are worshipping idols instead of Allah Subhanahu or wa ta'ala, they are saying bad words about Islam, they are breaking this deen somewhere or another. So, in this case, we have to say, again and again, that every muslim must first of all take care for himself learn this deed, believe it, follow it apply it in his life, practice in his life call for it, then be patient for what he is for it then he is going to be a winner هذا الله تعالى سبحانه وتعالى سورة العصر وَالعصر إِنَّ الْإِنسَانَ لَبِيُخُشْ إِلَّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِرُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ وَتَوَاطَوُوا بِالْحَقِّ وَتَوَاطَوُوا بِالصَّرِفُ وَالصَّرِفُ I urge my brothers, myself first, and my brothers also, to come back to the book that you cannot find any other book like it. Read it. Understand it. Practice it. Love it. If you do so, you will be in the right track. You will be following Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa How did Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa deal with this book? How did Abu Bakr wa Umar wa Ali deal with this book? Don't you, you want to be with them? Yes, of course. Then, If you want to be with them in the judgment day, be with them in this dunya. Do what they have done, try your best. Maybe you are not going to be like them, of course, yes. We cannot be like Abu Bakr or Muhammad, but we can follow them. We can try to be with them. So if we try in our dunya, Allah Ta'ala is more, the most generous, we'll put us with them in Jannah. But if we say, no, 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 well, I can't. If I can't, what I will do, I will not do anything. Can anybody say that he cannot work in the morning and get salary? Nobody says this. Nobody says I cannot eat, well, I, uh, I'm hungry but I cannot eat. I never heard this word. And if he's is sick, of course. If he it is one thousand riyal, I can't take it, well, I can't take it. Zero salary? No, I can't take it. Did you hear this? Never. But he can, I cannot read the Qur'an, Allahu <laughs> Akbar. Why when it comes to Qur'an and Sunnah? I can't. When it comes to dunya, oh heart. I'm ready for it. That's the case. If we want to win, first of all, we have to win for ourselves. We have to win on ourselves, we have to win on our شي- then we can win on the others. If we cannot win our shaitan, we cannot win ourselves, we cannot win the others. Clear and old and easy. Now I've accept our words, accept our deeds. For Allah many of you have any questions, I'd be happy to hear from you. Yes. I suggest you repeat this question <laughs> Go ahead now. Just give you a question, you will repeat Yeah. Regarding the
1: Qadr. There are some things which happen because of our deeds. like, uh, for example, I have a choice between two, I have a choice between two, I opt A, if I opt the wrong one knowingly, then I have to face the consequence one, because of my wrong deed, right? Mm -hmm. Then there is another case like, even if I wanted to do good, Allah might stop me in order for a better thing. Mm -hmm. So, in the second one, I don't have option, right? For example, I drive car to the mosque, as you said, and I met up with an accident, Actually, I was heading for the good, but Allah stopped me for a better thing. Mm. Right? In this thing, I don't have a control. But in the first case, there is option between A and B. A is bad and B is good, but I prefer to choose A which is bad. Then I have to face the consequence which, which is coming out of that action. Okay. So, there can be something which is out of my control which Allah uh, makes make it fall upon me uh-huh. for a
0: better thing. Okay. There are
1: some things which I do myself knowing it is bad and I have to face the consequence for it.
0: Okay. So the question is,
1: the
0: question is on something I have a control and something I don't have a control. Okay. Some the things that you have control in, Allah will reward you for the good, will punish you for the bad. Things you don't have a control in it, Allah will not reward you, Allah will not, not punish you. Yani, will Allah punish you because you were born in India? As an example. You are not born in Mecca, Allah will punish you for this. Will Allah punish you if you are tall or short? No, it's not up to you. But he will punish that person who is given the choice to go to the masjid, but he stays at home. And he will reward that person who is having the choice to go to the masjid or stay at home, and he comes to the masjid for salah. So Qadr actually, as I said, you know, we cannot really explain it in one day. It's already explained so many times, if you go to the website, you will find a very good explanation, inshallah, it will clear you with horcades. Exactly, that's the case. That, that, if, you, if you want uh, proof of this, is the story of Umar ibn Khattab with the thief, you remember that? Yani, uh, a story mentioned on the seerah that Umar ibn Khattab when he was a khalifa, they captured the thief. And they made sure that he really is a thief, he has stolen so many things. So, خلاص. he now decided that his hand will be cut, the left hand. So when he saw that it's really serious now, and they are going to cut, cut his hand, he said, yeah, I'm a woman. Wait. Wallahi, this was a qadr on me. Stealing was a qadr on me. He said, you are right. Wallahi, you are right. And cutting your hand is also another qadr on you. So you cannot use qadr to defend. Alright? qadr, qadr on me, okay? And if it's in good, no problem, it's in bad. Yeah, somebody say come somebody just, just take it this way somebody came to another guy and he slapped him in the face the other guy got angry and he said why do you this he said well this qadar." qadr so the other one he pushed him in the road he said well this qadar qadr also the same way so we cannot use qadr in our wrong thing any questions we'll see you yes. inshallah next week